Thank you for joining me today for Central Moments. As you know, our Bible has 66 books in it, and uh, the, 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 the books are divided into two broad categories, the Old Testament and the New Testament. Uh, 66 books in all. Uh, Old Testament has 39 books, New Testament 29 books. And of course, the New Testament starts with the birth and the announcement through John the Baptist uh, to prepare the way because the Messiah is coming. And of course, the New Testament begins with the story of Jesus, the birth of the Messiah. Um, it's, it's interesting that people look at the book of Isaiah in somewhat the same way. The first 39 chapters, like the 39 books of the Old Testament, um, they, they, they prophetically, uh, in general ways, uh, speak to and point to the coming of the Messiah. But the tone shifts in the 40th chapter. And in the 40th chapter, we encounter the prophecy quoted in the New Testament of John the Baptist announcing the Messiah. And, and, so, and so chapters 40 through 66 of Isaiah are sort of like the New Testament of Isaiah. And we'll see some very now specific, stunning prophecies about the coming of Jesus and his forerunner, John the Baptist. And, and verse 1 is of, verse 40, of chapter 40. It's just this amazing reassurance. Comfort, comfort, my people, says your God. Speak tenderly to Jerusalem and proclaim to her that their hard service is completed, that her sin has been paid for, and that she has received from the Lord's hand double for all her sins. In other words, the atoning of our sin has already taken place, and uh, now is the season for God's favor. And this is exactly the reality of every person that's in Christ. Because of Jesus' suffering, because of his shed blood, our, our sin is past. And the season of God's comfort and grace and favor has come. Paul would write, we are blessed with every spiritual blessing in Christ Jesus. In him now, the inheritance of our Heavenly Father, with Jesus being the number one son. If we're in him, we're heirs to the family fortune of God the Father. We are blessed with every spiritual blessing in heavenly places. And, and uh, in, in anticipation of that, um, Isaiah said, comfort, comfort my people. This is a new season. This is a time when the consequences and the guilt of your sin will now be in the past and where I will do a new thing. And so it's no wonder, verse 3, a voice of one calling in the wilderness. This is back to Isaiah 40. A voice of one calling in the wilderness, prepare the way of the Lord, make straight the desert, in the desert a highway for our God. This is exactly what Matthew quotes word for word in Matthew 3.3 when he's talking about John the Baptist's ministry. And then he peers even farther into the future, Isaiah does, and speaks of the day when every valley, verse 4, will be raised up, every mountain and hill be made low, the rough ground will be made level, the rugged places a plain, and the glory of the Lord will be revealed. I mean, we saw that beginning with the day of Pentecost when the power of God fell upon his disciples. Many of, of your lives, you've experienced the power of God coming on your life, but it's going to come someday globally. And he said, and the glory of the Lord will be revealed, and all people will see it together, for the mouth of the Lord has spoken. And so verse 9 in response is a worship response. You who bring good news to Zion, go up to a high mountain. You who bring good news to Jerusalem, lift up your voice with a shout. Lift it up. Do not be afraid, but say to the towns of Judah, here is your God. There's coming a moment 
when our world will be introduced to the Lord of Lords and King of Kings and every knee will bow, every tongue confess that Jesus is Lord. Right now, the Lord Jesus, in, in Jesus, we see Emmanuel, God with us. We see exactly what Isaiah proclaimed. Here is the Lord your God. Go in the mountains, proclaim it with a loud voice. Your God is here. That's why we worship and we honor Jesus. That's why our trust is in him. And that's why this can be a season of such grace and favor. I don't know what you're going through, but comfort ye, comfort ye, my people, is God's word to us because in Jesus here is our God. Our sin has been taken away and he is beginning to bring into our lives the foretaste of what someday he will bring to our whole world. The whole earth will be filled with the glory of God. So our Heavenly Father, we, we yearn for your glory. We praise you for it. We thank you, Lord. Your, your presence has been coming to us, I know, here at Central in powerful ways as we've been worshiping you. And, and, and we know that's happening in many churches as you're beginning to revive your church. But we thank you. It's coming someday to our world. And so, Lord, today we hunger afresh for your presence and glory, and we thank you for the comfort of the Holy Spirit. We thank you. We pray that comfort. We praise you for the joy of our sins being forgiven, just like Isaiah talked about. We praise you and bless you, and we open our hearts to the gift of your Spirit today. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen.